You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Where is Ghostface when you need him, right? I mean, at least he knows the basics of how, like, the internet can interact with house electronics and stuff. I mean, admittedly, he might be a little thrown off by, like, Amazon Echo and shit today. Be like, oh, there's too much stuff to do. But, you know, we do have a new Scream coming out. I kind of hope there's a scene where he's like, how does this work? I'll tell you, in horror movies in general, whenever it's about someone fucking with someone using, like, social media and cameras and technology, they're like this mega super genius using, like, Reed Richards-level technology, as near as I can tell. This is the case in the new horror movie about the drop on shutter shook a social media thriller is how they describe it which right off the bat you know of course i think makes most of us reasonably go "Uh oh (laughs) (laughs) it seems like most of them with the possible exception of unfriended unfriended 2 is actually pretty damn good the first one is just utter complete nonsense but most of them are utter complete nonsense (laughs) they're just like in social media bad you're like i guess i Okay, you obviously feel strongly. Shook, on the other hand, is really about hating influencers. <laughs> Holy shit. Boy, is it. I don't know what influencer killed this lady's dog who made this film. <laughs> Uh, and it is indeed made by a lady jennifer harrington stars nicole posner as lonnie she's an influencer and she has agreed to come home and take care of her sister's dog because their mom has died recently they have some this degenerative disease i forget what the hell they said it was but it basically causes like an alzheimer's type effect and rather quickly and our sister is going to san francisco to get tested because it appears she's got it and they're trying to figure out what level she's at but it's assumed that it's going to happen quickly with her as well well, said sister influencers at the house. She's on the phone talking with her friends and stuff. And the, she can't find the dog. And it's a little yappy dog. So, pff, you know, who cares, right? Hopefully it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't like little yappy dogs. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah, I don't want right. them to die. But before you know it, she's getting phone calls from the guy who uh, lives across the street, who's creepy, I guess, because rumor says that his parents were pedophiles and went to jail years ago. It's quickly revealed there's more than that even going on, and it looks like her friends' lives and the dog's lives might be danger, and she has to answer a series of questions in order to pass muster and keep her friends from getting killed. But even that's not everything that's going on! Of course it isn't, but I'm... Not alone, I think, here in thinking this film was silly and unreasonably angry and has no understanding of technology. Joining me is Adrian. Hello. This was uh, was fun. This is going to be a fun (laughs) night. (laughs) Elliot. Hello, hello. And Luane. Damn, was there a good person anywhere in this movie? (laughs) No. Maybe the dog? (laughs) Yeah. 
And I kind of hated the dog too. It, like it was kind of yapping and stuff. Fuck that and, dog. Yeah, yeah, no. You know where I find it if you like hog tie it and throw it under the kitchen sink. Then you'll always know where it is. <laughs> Sorry, another thing with the little dogs. I just don't. Not crazy about them. <laughs> I'm with Ron from Parks and Rec. Anything smaller than a German Shepherd is a cat. And cats are useless. <laughs> but you have cats. Yeah, they're useless. I love them, but they're totally useless. They serve no good purpose at all. Anyway, yeah, you're right. No one here is likable. The main character is about as close as we get to likable. I actually genuinely think that the actress, Nicole Posner, is, is pretty good. Oh, yeah. She she sells it as much as you can, given the premise. But it's a moral quandary after moral quandary she's put in, a very simplistic one. And she has to question her own you know who does she really care about is she more important than other people you know exactly what you'd expect something with the setup i told you here i can't get but so much into this without going oh well that's a pretty huge spoiler because Mm -hmm. there's like one gigantic twist that happens over halfway through the movie and then there's another twist that's coming later there's like one gigantic one and like three appetizers after the fact (laughs) (laughs) after the gigantic one which you just go okay sure the the rest are like from this point on you can kind of do the math and figure out where it's going well and that gigantic one in the middle it's the only way it could work i don't buy it there's so much bullshit building up to it that by the time it gets there as you said chris it's just like yeah whatever okay i guess fine (laughs) fine movie i i guess i now i now know how it works yeah I'm going to say the best and worst part of this movie. This movie wants to not just be one movie, but it wants to be about 90 movies, all within 90 minutes of time. It feels like the cinematic equivalent of someone who just doesn't let you alone in a bar. It's like, (laughs) shit, I just can't get a fucking away from you. And you keep showing me yourself like, okay, I get it. You got this new thing. I still don't really care, but this is also kind of entertaining, and I guess I'll just stick around for a little bit and see where this goes. What really bugs me is that the killer person would have to be running around like Butler and Clue from room to room constantly have like trap doors all sorts of stuff just to be able to do what they're doing it doesn't make any sense and that sort of thing drives me up the wall if it wasn't for the fact that this assumes that most people don't understand technology well enough to really question the veracity of of whether or not this is plausible just spatially this is totally implausible and totally laughably ridiculous someone watched The Shining and and took the wrong message and went audiences don't understand spatial awareness at all so we can just say (laughs) Fuck it. I don't know. I I would go as far as to say that whoever created this movie has actually not seen The Shining or doesn't really care. (laughs) Probably right. You're right. They're right about the spatial awareness in The Shining. This movie's an absurd, angry rant on the internet. And one of those ones where someone's ranting and ranting and ranting and you get to the end and you're like, so... Why are you vague booking about this like this? I mean, like, like you're clearly pissed, but none of us, you haven't said enough for us to understand why you're as pissed as you are. Oh, there are some people who are pretty shallow. Uh-huh. Yeah. And? <laughs> That's just it. You know, I commented right off the bat that there's nobody really likable in this movie. And that doesn't come as a surprise. They set up what kind of people they're going to be. And it's like, well, yeah, they're all bullshitting because they're on the internet. That's what people do on the internet. And yeah, they're unlikable, but I don't know that I'm going to go through the trouble of trying to kill them. I mean, the other characters we mainly just see, like, on phones, they're being talked to on video and what have you, or hear their voices, which are all 
presumably her friends and the guy she's dating and there's questions thrown out oh do you think maybe this girl who's supposedly your best friend is actually trying to fuck the guy that you like which plays into what is supposed to be a twist at the very end but like a joke twist like aha dummy i was like that was really that was what all that was about that was leading up to that moment okay this felt like deeply personal we just don't know enough about what's happening to get what's supposed to make this meaningful these are all people the writer slash director knows but none of us know them they're people they know personally that have just been translated into this film and they're people that they really can't stand i guess maybe or maybe it's based on some shit they saw on a cw show somewhere i don't know it could be that too last year we saw another shutter horror movie that i'm sure everyone has forgotten about now it's called confessional and something that i brought up during that review is that this feels like it could have been a fun java game like that you play online like a flash game or something like that this movie feels like a remake of night trap it's just this cheesy <laughs> it's it also does the whole thing of wow. like well let's see what's going around the house and you could do something kind of creative and fun with that but it's also just as dumb. I get that these people are supposed to be vapid, but our main character is kind of just an idiot. She makes every wrong choice possible. And then by the time the ending comes, she's still just like, wait, what do you mean it was you the whole time? Like, how do you not? <laughs> it is hilarious in how just badly written the character is. Yet at the same time, maybe an influencer would be like that. So who am I to say that this isn't realistic? The point ultimately is who cares? Yeah, what exactly. Are you saying? <laughs> what, what, who gives a shit of course there's a lot of shallow as fuck influencers we all know that what do you have to say about it it was like an angry facebook comment but like it had good punctuation it was like a letter to the editor basically <laughs> yes it was in its defense it did some neat stuff she's so constantly on the phone and it showed constantly showing videos and stuff and they did some neat stuff with the way they chose to represent yes. that so they didn't have to just constantly be showing us the phone they had a lot of stuff with rear projection and the images being projected around the actress in the house that I tell Adrian didn't like, but I thought it was no, actually... That, that shit looks like, like like the house is talking to her. It looks funny. <laughs> I thought it was yeah. a clever way of doing it without making it guess, as tedious as constantly having to go to the phone. I'll give it this. I'm glad that it did it like with projection. Like it's not a CG effect. So. It distracted me and kind of looked cheap to me most of the time. But yeah, yeah, it was better than kind of just like looking at the phone. Well, this is not going to be a very long review, I can tell. So let's just go to final <laughs> thoughts. Uh, Elliot, get us started. Well, this movie's called Shook, but it should have been called Comatose. I was really bored throughout this movie. I mean, there's some twists and stuff, but also if you understand the sort of economy of characters, this movie gets really predictable really, really quickly. And I think not even halfway through this movie i was checking out watching it go through the motions that i already knew it was going through and then there was the twist that was kind of like yeah okay whatever there's some good performances from the main actress i think there's a lot of bad performances from a lot of the other people who are you know either not actors or background characters in csi or something in la <laughs> They're a dead body. Right. I played a dead body four times this year. This very much felt like it was COVID filmed a movie. Am I right in thinking that? Do we know anything about that? A single character in a location, they could very easily have rented an Airbnb, have a skeleton crew going. And... It could be. Yeah, I just didn't enjoy this. It's just, it's so limp, kind of lifeless. The atmosphere is, you know, kind of good at times. It gets dark and moody, but I really cannot give this more than like a two and a half out of ten seagulls in a flock. Lorraine. It looks fine. It sounds fine. Some of the cast is pretty good. Some of the cast is serviceable. I mean, 
Well, they're playing people nobody likes, so after a while, it's like you just have to not be appealing, and it's fine. If I spend a lot of your movie going, well, you know, if you'd have done this thing, and I'm not talking about the character doing a thing, I'm talking like, as a filmmaker, if you had done this thing and done this thing, because I get it, I don't know what the actual budget was on this, but it's pretty much, for the most part, a bottle movie. You could shoot it over a few weekends with a few people, or you could spend a lot of time and money on it, too, either way. None of it quite comes together. It feels like a first-time movie, and, hey, I can shoot this for X amount, and that can work sometimes. And I don't think it really did, though, in this case. I don't like anyone in it. The lead's okay. I mean, they try to make her seem like a decent person, but... Even that feels like an act, because everything feels like an act. I also think that one of the decisions she's punished for is a reasonable decision, and I think she even articulates the reason for it. But in the end, whatever. She's in an unrealistic situation, so it really doesn't matter how she would choose this thing or answer that thing. It's not even like jigsaw-level punishment or motivation. Like Adrian said, it just feels like a mashup of stuff. None of it really works. It doesn't all come together in any way that doesn't make you go, eh, no. So I'm going to go two out of five yappy dogs. Adrian? This is just a dumbass movie. It's, it's funny in how just silly and kind of dumb it is throughout. And yet, you know what? I kind of want people to see it. I think it falls well into that so bad it's good. There were times throughout this movie where I was just cracking up because like a character will do something as petty as like taking a Snapchat video doing her hair while someone's like crying their eyes out in the in the background. And it's like that's such a parody of how these influences are where it's you're just showing yourself and how you feel about this throughout the movie. It's embarrassing in such a funny way that I think it might make for a fun, entertaining evening. Is it a good movie? Absolutely not. I don't think there's anything aside from maybe some cool cinematography that's, like, redeemable in this. And you know what? This movie proves that if, if you put a cool 80s synthwave soundtrack, it's not just going to give it a pass. It turns out no. you need more than that. This movie sucks, but you should see it. Uh, I'm going to give this... <laughs> One one more example of, you know what, Shudder doesn't always pick great movies out of five. What else is there to say? I admire the lead actress for basically she has to carry this whole movie by herself. And overall, she does an admirable job of doing what she can with what is a just stupid script. Everybody knows like the horror movie cell phone rule. You got to find an excuse to get rid of the cell phones or so they don't work or whatever. And this movie early on has a don't call the police or I'll kill them type thing. Yet... Later on in the movie, there's a point where you're like, well, that's irrelevant now. And there's every opportunity to just stop and call the police. And the movie's like, nah, no one will remember that. That's the kind of dumb this movie is. And it is. It just constantly made me go, that's not how that works. Why would anybody do that? The lead character, as good as the actress does with the role, there's just not much there to dig into. There's only one, even faintly, what I would call gory sequence. And it's in the first five minutes of the movie and it's laughable. It's like, okay, that was dumb. Because <laughs> also that wouldn't kill you. So yeah. <laughs> she was kind of fine. <laughs> like it's, it's Get up now. <laughs> this is just so blah. I, I don't even hate it. I just was like bored by it. I won't remember it at all in a few months. It's meh as hell. Um, the director is competent, certainly. And I like, like I said, I like some of the things she was experimenting with with the video. But for God's sakes, somebody else write these things, <laughs> you know? I mean, she wrote it with someone else named Alicia Glidewell. And it's like, y'all need someone else to take a look at your script before it goes into final form. Because this was not it. I'm going to give it... 
two out of ten online games like this that would be fun to play if they existed. But stop <laughs> fucking making movies like this, okay? Yeah, Just stop. Sure. Stop. Yes. It's no good. I would play Death Trap to the Shookening. Yeah. <laughs> Let this team direct that. <laughs> Just watch Payphone yeah. and Scream at the same time, and you know, you'll have more fun. <laughs> What's your favorite boring, scary movie, Sydney? <laughs> <laughs>